0: Hot flashes, vaginal dryness, painful sex, low libido, recurrent urinary tract infections, weight gain, insomnia, orgasm. What orgasm? Menopause is a very special time, and I'm betting you've not gotten a lot of information from your own doctor. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, a clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology, the medical director of the Northwestern Medicine Center for Sexual Medicine and Menopause, a practicing gynecologist, best selling author, and a nationally recognized menopause expert. My mantra has always been if women are given good information, they'll make good choices. And I'm here to give you the inside information on all things menopause. There's no question that something happens to skin in the mid fifties and that something isn't good. So is it just a coincidence that wrinkles and sags occur the same time your period disappears, or is it one of those midlife things? The answer is both. All those years of baking in the sun definitely take a toll. Genetics and ethnicity make a big difference, but the plunge in estrogen that occurs at the onset of menopause is also responsible for those midlife skin changes. The lack of estrogen causes a 30% decline in collagen in the first five years of menopause. Less collagen on your skin means more wrinkles, more fine lines. The lack of estrogen means there will be a decrease in elastin. Elastin is the protein responsible for keeping skin nice and taut instead of like a stretched out rubber band. A lack of estrogen means there'll be less melanin production, which in turn leads to blotchiness and age spots. And this is a big one. Lack of estrogen means there will be a decreased blood flow to the skin, which is why your skin is thinner, drier, and more vulnerable to bruising. In addition, this decrease in blood supply to the skin can cause a delay in wound healing, and that causes skin that breaks down more easily and heals more slowly. Now, these changes, they're not just limited to the skin on your face. It happens to your skin everywhere on your body, but it's the most obvious on your face. And in many many cases, it's also the most dramatic since your face is also reflecting the impact of yours in the sun. And the changes that you see, it's not just about the skin. No or low estrogen causes facial hollowing, which is a result of a loss of facial fat tissue. And don't ask me why it happens on the face and not on the hips. I have the exact same question. And you're probably aware that a lack of estrogen causes bone loss in your spine and hips, but it also causes facial bone loss and resorption, which can make your eyelids sag a little more and those jowls appear. All right, so all's not lost. There are things you can do that will actually make a difference, starting with limiting sun exposure. And I know being in the sun feels so good, especially if like me, you live in Chicago and spend months with basically no sun, but sun's also the devil. And aside from increasing the risk of skin cancers, it dramatically speeds up skin aging process. And any dermatologist is going to tell you the product which is the most important to keeping skin youthful is sunscreen, ideally starting when you're 20. And I know it's too late for us, but tell your daughters. The American Academy of Dermatology recommends an SPF of 30 or higher, and make sure the products you choose are broad spectrum, meaning they block both UVA and UVB rays. So you can't go back, but going forward, apply sunscreen to your face every day, and make sure that whatever daily face moisturizer or makeup product you're using has sunscreen in it. And speaking of moisturizers, you don't need to mortgage your home to buy one of those insanely expensive products. Some of the most inexpensive moisturizers are the best. Hyaluronic acid and ceramides are the two most important ingredients when it comes to a moisturizing product that's actually going to trap the moisture and keep it in your cells. And if you spend the day on the beach or at an outdoor restaurant, you need to be that person who's under the umbrella. I've personally embraced hats, big brimmed hats, not just for the fashion statement, but because they protect my skin. And they're also the perfect remedy for a bad hair day or thinning hair. And if you have thinning hair, you might want to check out episode seven, Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow. Also, get at least seven hours of sleep. It's really going to help your skin. And I know that's easier said than done. And yeah, there will be a podcast on sleep. If you are a smoker, Add this to the list of reasons to stop. Smoking accelerates aging by decreasing blood flow to the skin. And since your lack of estrogen has already compromised blood flow to the skin, women that smoke have a double whammy. So what about all those lotions and potions that promise to make your skin on your face look like it did when you were 20? Well, keep in mind that all of those products are classified by the FDA as cosmetics, not drugs. And what that means is that they don't have to do any rigorous testing or prove any of their claims. They can say what they want and they do. So what ingredients should you look for? Which ones actually make a difference? I'm going to give you a rundown of the ingredients that pop up in these over-the-counter skin creams and what they claim to do. Again, keeping in mind that there are no good studies that show that they actually make a difference in your skin, despite all those enthusiastic testimonials and five-star reviews. Hope in a Jar is without a doubt the most appropriately named product on the market. There are three categories of what are known as cosmeceuticals. Antioxidants, hydroxy acids, and plant extracts. So let's start with the antioxidants. Antioxidants protect the skin from free radicals, those unstable oxygen molecules that break down skin cells and cause wrinkles. Antioxidants increase collagen production and promote healing from sun damage. This category includes a lot of vitamins, vitamin B3, vitamin C, vitamin E, and also coenzyme Q10 and the retinoids. Retinoids are vitamin A compounds such as retinol and retinoic acid. And these ingredients have been used for years topically to help repair sun damaged skin and reduce fine lines and wrinkles. Now prescription products have a higher concentration than the over the counter version. And you know exactly what you're getting, but there is at least one study that says the over the counter version works just as well as the prescription product. The second category are the hydroxy acids and polyhydroxy acids. These compounds are exfoliators. They remove dead skin cells. This exfoliation process helps your skin to better absorb other products like moisturizers and also supposedly eliminates fine wrinkles and stimulates the growth of smooth and evenly pigmented new skin. Hydroxy acids include glycolic acid, citric acid, and lactic acid. And finally, plant extracts green tea, black tea, oolong tea, grape seeds, coffee berries, and ginseng are all in this category, along with soy and ginkgo biloba. All of these plant extracts have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties, which sounds really good. But again, not a lot of scientific testing that the version or the amount found in these over-the-counter products is actually going to make a difference. Now, dermatologists, obviously the skin specialists, are able to prescribe creams that have higher concentrations of retinoids and other ingredients that, than what you will find in an over-the-counter product. And if you're so inclined, there's also no end of access to cosmetic filling agents, Botox, peeling agents, and resurfacing of skin using various energy modalities such as Low light therapy, laser, radio frequency, and ultrasound. And I am promising you a future segment with a plastic surgeon who's going to go through all of the specifics on those things. So while all the solutions I have just discussed may contribute to less wrinkles and may help damaged skin, the obvious solution to skin that's lost estrogen is to replace the estrogen. And it turns out that women who use systemic estrogen, such as an estrogen pill or a transdermal patch spray or gel, do have increased collagen and increased blood flow to skin throughout the body, including on the face but the decision to use a systemic estrogen should probably be based on the positive impact on your bones, your brain, your bladder, your sex life, and your heart, not to mention eliminating hot flashes. The improvement to your skin, it's a nice bonus. Now, to treat vaginal dryness, you put estrogen directly in the vagina. So why not put estrogen directly on your face? It's been done. Helena Rubinstein and Elizabeth Arden, the makeup mavens and rivals of the 1940s, knew that applying estrogen to the skin would help make up for the ravages of time and menopause. And yes, there was estrogen in their popular face creams. It says it right on the label. The reason that their face creams sold so well is that they really did decrease wrinkles and make skin appear more youthful because of the estrogen. But eventually the FDA got involved and that was the end of estrogen-laced face cream. Modern studies do confirm that low-dose estrogen cream applied directly to the face produces significant increase in skin thickness, moisture, firmness, along with a significant decrease in wrinkles, and there's no increase in systemic estrogen levels. But sadly, face creams today do not contain estrogen, and there is no FDA-approved estrogen product that is intended for facial use. Now, a lot of women ask about putting vaginal estrogen on their face. I wouldn't recommend it. The base that the vaginal estrogen is mixed in is fine for vaginal and vulvar tissues, but it's not great for the skin on your face. And the sprays and gels that are used to treat hot flashes also don't belong on the face. In addition to the level of estrogen being too high, most are alcohol-based and you do not want to put alcohol on skin that's already dry. There's always an option to find a doctor who's willing to write a prescription for a compounded estrogen cream in an appropriate base that you can apply to the face and hope that some pharmaceutical company will decide to develop their version of Helena Rubinstein's Miracle Face Cream. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker and thank you for joining me. You will find lots more information in my inside information books available on amazon.com and follow Francie as she navigates her way through vaginal dryness, hot flashes, and pretty much every menopausal symptom you can think of. She helped me see the light